It's me. When you look up, it's the star you see. Period. You listen to the John Cash show. John Cash. You're listening to John Cash. Wow, wow. You're listening to John Cash. Radio show giving you all that. You listening to John Cash. Entertainment's hottest news and latest music. You're listening to John Cash. Midday or the evening or early the morning. John Cash. Midday or the evening or early Let's the morning. Go, You're listening to John Cash. Let's go, New York. John Cash. You're listening to John Cash. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's an all-new edition of the John Cash Show podcast, bitches. It's your boy, John Cash. I'm here with the lovely, illustrious star and also the lovely and illustrious Josh. Say something, Josh. Uh, don't don't call me lovely and illustrious. <laughs> 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 I had to get you back because you yeah. didn't want to give me a hug. <laughs> yeah, I'm, something feels a little odd. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just gonna leave that there. More illustrious. I said illustrious. I didn't say illustrious. Make me sound like Wayman from the Low Down Dirty Shame. I said illustrious. Oh, that's my favorite movie. Oh my god. You wasn't saying that in the bed last night, night Shane. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> I'm going home and watching that. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by myself do not reflect those of the John Cash Show podcast sponsors and or affiliates. Listen and viewer discretion is highly, highly advised. So, of course, you can hear the John Cash Show podcast on your favorite streaming platforms, including but not limited to. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many, many more platforms except for Tidal. Now, on my right, on your left, yeah. on, on visual component, I'd like to introduce to you the feminine divine goddess, multifaceted epitome of black girl magic with the whoppiest whop in all the <laughs> land, the Brownsville bully. Hey guys. She's making her bra <laughs> jiggle today. Star! <laughs> now you look like Sabado Higante with that little <laughs> shimmy. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Wait. <laughs> you look like Sabado Higante with that little. Wop, wop, that's right. That's right. <laughs> the whoppiest wop in all the land. Yes. Shout your shout your social media. Yes, guys. Make sure you follow me at on Instagram at Urban Classic. That's U R B A N C L A S S I Q Q underscore. Yes. And also let's not forget the producer and engineer extraordinaire of the John Cash Show podcast. He is back from his Mexican tequila excursion. <laughs> He came back with the sniffles. I don't know. I gotta, you know, I might have to report you to Cuomo. I'm not gonna lie. That's where all the COVID's at. It's in Mexico. I ain't yeah, gonna fucking yeah. hold you. I bet. Sure is. <laughs> People getting flued out. Mm-hmm. That sure is. Yeah. yeah. Stimulus. Glued up. St- yeah, glued up. <laughs> glued out. <laughs> 
stimulus, <laughs> you know, unemployment, <laughs> taxes. Everybody was Tell out there. Tell them it's full. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them it's at capacity. Okay? That's the man with the iron jaw and not the iron claw. The pussy-eating demon with vanilla-flavored semen. Sit on his face and pray for rain. <laughs> the pussy whisperer, Josh. I like that little ad addition at the yeah. end, and it's so true. <laughs> yes, his wife is a very, very you know lucky woman. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't have a pussy, so let's just. I don't need those Sierra rumors on me. I don't have a pussy. Is she, is she a man or a woman? That was, they, they, I used to hate they, used to, they labeled that girl hermaphrodite throughout uh, junior high school. Like, oh, God. And didn't Bow Wow try to insinuate that? And then yeah, we'd be like, yeah. well, what does that make you? Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking lame. Bow Wow was just always been a leprechaun, but like you know. Fucking lame. <laughs> he's trying to uh, wrestle. Now yeah, he's uh, training to be a wrestler. What? Now, let me tell you something. I watched uh, WrestleMania a few weeks ago, and Bad Bunny did his damn thing. He actually did, like, wrestling moves. Yeah, he he wrestled the first night on Saturday night. Um, I can see him doing that. He did a damn good job. He did a damn good job. The theatrics. And then the... And he came in on a truck. I was like, oh, shit. I can see him getting He had the Triple H, John Uh, Cena type. Like oh. mega entrance that like yeah we you get a I chance. I would love to see that. Yeah, I can envision that. The the, yeah. the, the, the the bow wow though. Like, not bow wow. Uh, no. It's I, not I, giving. I, he wouldn't even be. Bow wow's not giving. <laughs> He's too little. No. Yeah, it's just not. I'll show you the um. I'll show you the entrance on uh because <laughs> I have the app. Good. The yes. peacock. Marcia says, "Bitter bitch." I agree. Yeah, he is a bitter bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he he yes. he he. You know, is mad at the world because he didn't grow an extra. You know, yeah, foot. He, the only thing I get about why he's really a great dad from what we've seen, he's been consistent. He's one I mean, one of the few artists in the industry I would say is like consistent with his fatherhood and like being there and sh- I guess at least showing the media that he's Congratulations there. for doing for your doing job. what you're supposed yeah. to do. Yes, I mean, I know. It's like we gotta give cookies nowadays to give people for actually just doing what they're supposed to do in the first place. Man, fuck Bow Wow. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that nigga. Anyway. <laughs> Said that with my whole chest. Man, fuck that nigga. <laughs> like, Bow Wow. Fuck that well. Ain't giving flowers for doing your damn job. <laughs> what's his name now? What he goes by? Bradshaw? Or what's his real name? I'm saying, I just <laughs> Bradshaw. <laughs> what? Chad Moss. I'm not going to lie. That, that's the best shade I've heard. <laughs> anyway. Yo, that was funny. <laughs> this, whole, this whole show is going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I wish somebody does walk up to him and call him Bradshaw. Bradshaw. <laughs> oh, Bradshaw. That's Lil Bradshaw. Yeah, come to think about it, you've never he seen... He a little, by the way. Yeah, I, mean... <laughs> I know. You've never seen that him... that makes it so much better. <laughs> you know, you've never seen him and Lil Mama at the same time. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Now, you could catch me at underscore on twitter at underscore john cash facebook john cash ig at the john cash show youtube the john cash show and for everybody uh, listening feel free to chat with me about any of the topics you've heard um at 
thejohncastshow at gmail.com. Now, before we get into this episode, a major death in the rap game occurred since we last uh, uh, recorded back in late March. We had the John Cash Show podcast would like to express our deepest sympathies and condolences to the family, friends, and other loved ones of the legendary rapper DMX. So before we continue, Star, I know that he was, um, you know, one of your favorite mm-hmm. uh, artists. You know, if you can just give us, you know, how you felt when you heard the news. Well, where were you? I think he's like one of the I think he's one of those people you know where you were when you yeah. found out that he died. I was actually home and but you know what was frustrating though was that it was so many like mis misinformation like every 5 minutes he was dead according like to that so I think by the time I got the full news that like, he was actually gone I couldn't process it properly cuz it was like I was still in that in between stage of like is this real is this not real like did it happen yet? Like, so I for a while I was just kind of like, <clears throat> just very blah about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Until um, you know, I got to sat sit back and then like I went and I played um flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood again, and then I played um slipping, which is my one of my favorite songs by him, mm-hmm. and I was just like. I think part of it, too, is like I was very annoyed that so many people out the gate were just like, oh, him him and his drugs, you know, was his fault. And the drugs, the drugs, the drugs. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. if you were a true fan, just off that album alone, you understood that he was fighting an uphill battle, like constantly, like. And then, like, you know, we all knew, like, he was laced from a young age. And, you know, we talked about drama, too. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, to me, he was like almost like the hood pastor. Like, you know, he was saying his hood gospels on his tracks. He was constantly speaking on his own traumas. He was constantly speaking on his own battles. And I felt like he was one of the few artists that put life in a perspective where you can, you were able to see people for who they were. Like to me, you were able to see DMX for exactly who he was. He wasn't pretending to be somebody that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, he was never really about. He the showed whole, the vulnerability. Yes, like it wasn't always about the flashiness. If, if anything, it was hardly about that. It was just like this is who I am. He was one of the most authentic people that we've seen because he was who he was truly on on screen on camera on the on, you know through his lyrics yeah and he spoke he had oh, the let me same not do that. I sound like dialect in his tone <laughs> he speaks to his kids like he was truly one of the same the most authentic people through and through and through and i feel like you know i hope his life and and the lessons he he taught through his music and through even just him speaking and interacting with other people is something that we can all carry with us you know moving forward because his life alone was an important lesson to all of us. But I, I was like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know really what to make of it. I was just like, damn, like, is this really happening? And I feel like I'm almost so numb to death nowadays. It's like every time we wake up, somebody else is gone. A, a legend is gone. But um, I don't know. In my heart, he's not gone. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm always going to continue to listen to his music. I'm always going to continue to listen to his word. I don't know what else he could have put out for us, for us to be able to, like, be able to, um, learn from i feel like his purpose was served and i just hope that they continue to like leave his legacy how it is and not taint it in any way to be honest i, I feel so like too. i feel mm. like his exit out almost was i don't want to say um like perfect or anything but it's like he had suited. it it was suited exactly so it's like you know i'm i'm at peace with it and i pray that like <clears throat> 
yeah, like his 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 legend, his legendary um the things that he's left behind, his legacy um doesn't become tainted. Okay. Josh. Um I know you've probably been hearing Rough Riders all the because you live in yeah. the Bronx. Oh yeah. I mean, like, been, I, mean I'm not, I wish I could. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. Like the celebration they the, have the, the day there was the within like the twenty four to forty eight hours of his pa- uh, you know, his of his uh, mm-hmm. official passing, like the Bronx. I, I swear to God, like the day where everybody found out, I didn't hear not one other artist, you know, being played in a car except for DMX in the Bronx. Like you know it was funny? it was insane. Like I was like and don't get me wrong, I loved every I loved every yeah. moment of it, but it was in like yeah. you know like I hadn't felt a feeling like that since like maybe since Michael like Biggie. Like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Cuz yeah. I know when Biggie Jackson. passed it was the same thing. Nothing but Biggie was playing throughout yeah. the streets. Yeah. yeah. With Mike Jackson. <laughs> I remember with, that too, girl. Mike, I literally I walked home. I was. I was so destroyed. I was at Macy's. I was so destroyed. I had to walk home because I love everybody that knows me. Love, I, no, I love Mike. I used mm-hmm. to run through the house. Me too. When he had his HBO concert, mm-hmm. I'd run around the house with one glove, glove on. on. <laughs> I'm running it and I'm doing all the the moonwalk mm-hmm. and the spinning around and Billy Jean yeah. is not my love. And I'm like six. Like yeah. why am I singing yeah. this song? Yeah. But like Mike is that dude. He was yeah, mm. impactful. Yeah. And it's so funny that you said that, like, uh, you uh, where you lived at, you heard nothing but DMX. I literally saw a guy riding a bike, walking like a pit bull, blasting DMX. Yeah. I was like, this wow. is the most hood shit yeah. ever. Like, but <laughs> I crossed the street because you know yeah. with pit bulls. I'm like, all right, let yeah, me. Yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but that was like, and you know his impact was special too because it's like it was the, the craziest part is is like you see like, for example, like. Although, like I said, all those people were playing DMX, right? But the craziest part about it is, like, I've seen, like, white women my age, you know, 35, 40, blasting DMX2 out their car. And you forget, like, how much of a... How much, they, how, yeah, yeah, they, was, they were sucking dick and co <laughs> to his music. No. Allegedly, allegedly. No, no. That age group yeah. and um, white women, from what I understand, they're actually the biggest hip-hop marketers. Mm. Like, the, I mean, um, consumers, mm. from at least what I was... Um, so, no, but, so they, I but can like, see but, that, but and it's and crazy. And I only bring that up. Enough. As long as they don't say nigga. But, no, right. Yeah. But <laughs> I only bring that up just to be like, it, to me, like it was like mind blowing on that day to see like not, like people from love. all different backgrounds yeah. were just like, yo, people you would never, like just based on how they look, you, yeah. you know, like you would never expect they would be a DMX fan. But like yeah. you realize that his his music really cut across like generations and diff- all different types of people felt him. But in terms of how I felt, I felt relief. Is that a weird thing to no, say? No, but like, that's, I think that's, that's like, what we, I was feeling. We, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I felt relief. I mean, I It think, wasn't like full on sadness. Yeah. It was kind of like, you like, that's I said, as suffer. a fan, like, you knew he was suffering. Yeah, he you, was suffering for a long time. Yeah. And I think we all, I think he's a, I think it's a rare time where I felt like someone passed away and I feel like he did everything that he was supposed to do yes. during his time. The only, yeah. the only people, the only thing that made me feel sadness was obviously for like his kids. Yeah. You know, that made me feel, that made me feel really sad. Yeah. But you know, in terms of like, you know, because we had like, you know what, like a week to sort of prepare for, yeah. for what we all kind of think we all, you know, and granted, like we were all wishing that yeah, it wasn't yeah. going to happen. Yeah, he would pull through. He would pull through. But at the end of the day, like I just kind of felt relief because like, you know, 
you know, he had put his struggles, you know, out there for everybody to see. He and, wore it on his sleeves. You know, and when I was a kid, too, like, I mean, for me, like, he was one of the, you know, I have an older brother seven years older mm-hmm. than to me, you know, seven years older than me. And, like, you know, it was one of the, he was one of those artists where, like, you know, I, I tried to hide from my parents. You know, mm-hmm. my brother slid me. He's like, you know, it was one of the first CDs, like, my brother slid me as a yeah. kid. But I can obviously remember he put it in a Wyclef Jean tape <laughs> <laughs> whatever. A Wyclef <laughs> Someone, please call 911. <laughs> Tell them I just got shot down. Yeah. And meanwhile, you listening, get yeah. at me, yeah. dog. Yeah. Yes. And I say Wyclef Jean because my mom didn't know that he was Wyclef Jean. John, I was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he slid that to yeah. me. And he's just like, no, mom. He's just like, put it in here. Mom will know. She'll, she'll always mm-hmm. let you listen to this. But, mm-hmm. you know, you know, she slid me that. Even my brother slid me that. And I was like, and I put that thing on. And I was just like, I had never, I, I'll never forget it. Like, I would listen to I can't remember I can't remember what, specifically what album it was because I'm not that person who remembers names mm-hmm. of, of albums. But like, it's dark and hell is hot. Probably okay. I, I'm. Pre- I would like to say it's probably that wherever he is, like blood dripping on him or whatever. Oh, flesh the flesh of my flesh. flesh. Yeah. Okay. So it was that one. And like he, what's it called? And I just remember being like simultaneously terrified mm-hmm. and at the same time mm-hmm. being like wow i've never heard anybody be this vulnerable before yes. at, all at the same time like you know if i was a fan at that age and wanted to meet him in person i would have been terrified yet at the same time wanted to wanted yeah. to meet him so badly you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. no but everything you said is exactly how i felt i felt a sense of almost relief and it's weird to say but it's true it's like and then like like you said we had this almost time period to kind of prepare unfortunately for what we all kind of you know were hoping didn't happen but you know ultimately knew like most likely would happen and then it was just i don't know it it was just like knowing how much pain he was going through most of his life and he said it over and over again that at that point it was just kind of like Thank you for leaving us something so beautiful from all the hurt that you've been through. Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at it. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> before I start crying, uh, <laughs> right. I was like, rest in peace. That's uh, one other thing. Yes. I also just want to say, like, I don't think I can ever remember another artist in my lifetime. You know, granted, artists that I know that have had really popular runs, like you could say Drake has been on a run for a long mm-hmm. time, and like a whole Since lot. Two thousand eight, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, there's people that have had some, but in terms of like energy, yeah, like impactful energy, like he had like a three was like four, like a, I'd probably say like a four to five year run that yeah. I do, can't remember an artist where I was just like that energy of like. High energy uh, of like how people were reacting to him and like it's just like I, I like I don't think kids today understand like just how like when DMX was at his height yeah that shit was on another level yeah like on another level where like kids were out in the str- like people we were out in the streets blasting that shit in a way and like and people like in the same way that 50 made you want to you know go mm-hmm. go hurt somebody it was like in yeah. the same you, yeah, know, no, you know what true. i'm saying it's like, like if you, you have my mother singing stop drop yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah like that shit like he was like his shit was going heavy like not just in the streets but just everywhere like, and it was everything know, about him, him it wasn't yeah even just his music the way he sounded like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. everyone would be going around growling at each other yeah like, <laughs> yeah please let's let's not remind that because you know funk uh funk master flex would be like yeah. every i'm like every, every, right. yeah. you're like 70 years old cut it <laughs> grandpa 
Right. You, what you growling for help? <laughs> growling for pudding? Like, what the fuck are you growling for? For pudding. Arr, he constipated. That's what it is. <laughs> I need my activia. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who needs that activia, let's go to Kanye West. Oh, In breaking like news, Kanye West is upset. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Kanye West is annoyed that fans think that Kim Kardashian initiated the divorce. <laughs> He's so petty. According to page six, hitmaker Kanye West wants to be number one, even in his divorce. Uh, right. Sources. Like, this sounds very Kanye. Sources tell page six that the hip hop star is annoyed at reports that say Kim Kardashian filed first in their split and that she's divorcing him. Mm. Page six is told who just responded to the papers filed by Kardashian two months ago that Kanye is super annoyed that the story is being constantly presented as her divorcing him. Who noted uh, who noted that the Kardashian family has a huge spin machine. Hmm. Actually, it was him saying for a year that they have nothing in common except the kids and he wanted out, insisted the insider. She pulled all the stops to try to save the marriage. I bet she did. The source added that he let her file for first in order to give her dignity. Now, a source has gone on. <laughs> Why are you looking like that, Josh? I'll explain later. I'll explain when you ask me. <laughs> a source previously told page six that the couple who has four children together has stopped talking. Even before Kim filed for divorce, Kanye changed his numbers and said, you can contact me through my security. Uh-uh. That's the audacity for me. There were, that's one thing Kanye has plenty of. <laughs> there were reports that the couple was in counseling prior to their official split. Page Six was the first to report in January that the divorce was imminent for Kardashian and West. West's bizarre 2020 presidential run was reportedly the last straw for Kardashian. I guess she got tired of explaining shit to Van Jones late at night, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> at candlelight dinners. He's like, he's fucking up my chances of running. You got to stop him. I'm sorry, Van. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me make it up to you. Oh, allegedly, God. allegedly. Allegedly. Mm. Kanye spilled that tea, though. <laughs> And Meek Mill <laughs> at the Waldorf on Twitter. Thank God I screenshot it. Oh, <laughs> so I could always refer to it. Though, sources told Page Six that Wes has been sick of being involved with the Kardashians for a long time, especially her mother, who mm. looms large in all big decisions she makes, of course. This is going to get so messy. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's great for us. Yeah. Matter of fact, I might not take a break. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> I'll wait for him to write a book because Me I, I know meanwhile another source told page six this isn't about one thing there are things that have accumulated over time and created distance mm -hmm. between them page six also <laughs> reported uh that Wes is already thinking about his next relationship after Kardashian oh, a source told yeah. us that Wes wants to be with an artist who uh, uh, who is a creative person so they could speak the same language together he mean he wants to date. 
Now that means that he's just waiting on John Legend to <laughs> drop Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. As that was the little Mayday sign. <laughs> or, or Gay Day sign. I don't know. <laughs> They're just ordinary people. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know which way to go. No, no. They're just ordinary oh, people. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what do you think about Kanye West allegedly sending smoke signals to John Legend to drop Chrissy Teigen? No, let me stop. <laughs> Somebody run and take that shit. I want to hear what Josh has to say first. Yes, Josh, because you've been on vacation, sir. for me. Oh, man. If there's I, I one thing so many Kanye has right in now. spades, it's audacity. Oh, I, Lord. I don't know how to answer this, but I'm going to take this from like a big macro view, mm-hmm. right? So, man. All I have to ask, and this is more of a question. When they first got together. Right. I feel like I know where you're going with it already. When they first got, <laughs> when they first got together, like like what has gone on in their relationship is like the greatest magic trick I've ever seen in my adult life. Because <laughs> when they first got together, like I just remember everybody's sentiments being like, Man, is Kanye why is Kanye West associating himself with this, you know? With this hussy, like you know, yeah. the way, but this, I'm, hussy. You know, yeah, the way to I mean, 1970s yeah. I mean, no, 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 but that's the sentiment that people were talking yeah. that. That's the reason why I chose that word. Like, yeah. why is he getting together with this girl whose only claim to fame is sucking Ray J's dick? Yep, and, terribly at that. <laughs> right, you know, mm-hmm. and what's it called? I was just like, what, like, why is he? Do, why is he doing this? Like, you know, and fast forward like a whole ten years, a whole decade later. And it's just like the whole how you like how we view the two of them is like it's almost the roles have been reversed. Mm -hmm. I'm like Kanye, like we 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 viewed Kanye as this potential new like you know I I don't want to say like leader for black people, but you know you know but when he was on live TV and granted this was one of the I'm not gonna lie to you it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen on television Mm -hmm. when he came out and (laughs) said. That Bush. George Bush doesn't care yeah, about black people. people. You want to know, like the look it was on revolutionary, the like look, my, yo, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> and then they cut because let me tell you, I watched that. I happened to be watching that. I was <laughs> at home eating a bowl of frosted flakes, chilling in my parents' crib. And I watched that shit live. I actually saw it in the really? moment. Okay. I saw it in the moment. And literally, like, the the <laughs> the, the flakes on the spoon dropped. <laughs> and I was just like, and the because the look on Mike Myers' yes. face <laughs> of not knowing, like, not knowing what the fuck to say. And they cut that shit quick. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Mike Myers was like, he was like, he paused. The look on his face was completely frozen and full of fear, and then tried to continue on with the little telethon that they was doing because it was like a fundraiser for, 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 for yeah, Katrina. Yeah, yeah, fundraiser for Katrina, and I was just like, he was what's it called? What what we all thought he was going to be, and what he is now. Ver- the book, yeah, too. and versus what we all thought she was at the time. Yeah, and versus what we think of her now. Yeah. She's out here saving people from prisons. She's out here going to, I mean, granted, she's going to Trump, but still, she's out here trying mm-hmm. to save black lives. You know, 
she's out here doing all these things and granted and I, also allegedly doing van jones yeah and that too <laughs> <laughs> and that too let's not forget that yeah but like it's to me it's just like it's the greatest magic trick that i've ever it, fucking it, seen in my whole crazy, life because it's true because you know i'm not giving her a cookie for anything that she's doing mm. but what she has done oh, damn. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> um, but what she has no cookie done for you. is definitely create the illusion that she's more of a um, a pro to our community than the con that we thought she was. And now Kanye has been more of the detriment to our community than she has. And it's crazy. It's ass backwards. It's like, how did we even get here? And like for him to say, though, that like, yeah, we have nothing in common. Like you only now realize this. <laughs> No, nah, but you should telling you this for years. But, but I think he realized this when he became a little semi pastor and he had like Sunday service and there were rumors that he wanted her to dress more like a first Conservative, lady. Conservative, mm. yeah. And she out here getting flued out allegedly by a rape, uh, Saudi uh, royalty mm-hmm. and you know other family members allegedly. Mm-hmm. That's word on the curb. Um, Getting flued out and doing like you know the number two. Oh, see, I didn't hear all that. Allegedly, the Jenners, allegedly. But I do remember him, you know, wanting her to be more conservative. And what I would say about that situation, and what annoyed me about Kanye, and it's like you've been, you knew exactly who she was. Let's not do that. You know how the her whole family. You knew is. who mm-hmm. she was. Don't. Why would you expect her to turn around and want to just change her life? To put on a fucking gown for you. Like, that's not that's not even how they operate. That's not even how they make their money. It's not happening. So it's like... She's going to be the next Kris Jenner. Mark oh, word. yeah, of course. She's going to be the next Kris Jenner. Yes. Kanye is going to transition. I said this. If he does... I said this. I will howl. Matter of fact, I did say... I said <laughs> that, like... like... I, I said this uh, at the year, year review yeah. last year. I remember yeah. you did say Midway this through this decade, he's going to transition into I Kanye and Isha. Okay, and then uh, Kim is going to get another um, husband and then she's going to have a couple more kids by him and then boom, she'll go full circle Then she'll she'll pimp out north. And she'll pimp out. What's the the, the other one? Chicago. Chicago. That's the girl, right? No, Sane is the boy. I'm talking about the other. I don't know. all the kids. Chicago, Chicago. And then um, the psalm. Oh yeah, Psalm is a boy. It's gonna be uh, well, those uh, Psalm and Saint are boys, mm-hmm. and North and Chicago are girls. So they'll probably pimp those two out. Listen, they they they're It's gonna be another cycle. I'm kids. surprised that they cut the Kardashian show. I think Kanye's gonna come out with a book or something that's gonna be reading. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's gonna come out with an album. Yeah, I felt like that was either music or a book, something or both. I don't but think he's he coming come out, out with something. Book. Because he's, he's too much of a. He's too the only much reason of a, why I say a book is because I feel like he wants to get into detail as the as far as whatever tea he needs to spill, and I don't know if he could do that through just his album. But he's definitely gonna come out with an but album. But this is the nigga that's still fine tuning the life of Pablo. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Like, like, like right. he'll go back to it and just let yeah. me add another horn here. Like, we gonna get the deluxe again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's, that's the only reason why I say like. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna do an album. It's yeah. gonna be a twenty-three um song album. <laughs> yeah, can I just say what I'm most excited? Like what I'm, Justin Timberlake, right? <laughs> what I heard, what's it called? When I heard about this, like the other thing too that made me feel sort of excited, I was just like, the last time 
Kanye broke up with somebody. We got like my beautiful twisted dark yeah. face. Yeah. 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 yeah, I remember saying that. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like, I, I am. I am very excited to see what new music comes out of this. I, selfishly, I think that's what a lot of people are selfishly kind of gearing towards. They're and, hoping that he's coming out with some type of masterpiece. But and does Adele. he still have it in him, though? And Adele, too. Does he still have it in him? Do you really think Kanye still has it Let in me, him? I don't know. Ask John Legend. I don't know if he have it in him like, or Ricardo Ticci, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> this might be messed up to say, but like, I don't want my musicians to be happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't. See, that's, you see, you're the type of people that Talk be fucking up Mary. Mary like, just fine, fine, fine. Yeah. We were like, oh, we don't like that. Yeah, I'm going down. Oh, yeah. that's me. <laughs> like, but sometimes I've noticed Misery that, loves like, company. Yeah, yeah, but I know that sometimes like the artists that we think are better when they're more miserable, sometimes they're not, they're just not good anymore. So like, does it matter? That's where I'm at with Kanye. I'm like, I want to know if whatever you come out with is going to hit. Happy, sad, like, is it going to still hit like old Kanye? Or is it just going to be old Kanye, but you're just sad and you're miserable now and, like, your music is still shit? Are you guys on anyone's side? Do you? Th- I'm on Team Kim. Are you? I don't know if I'm on. I'm not on her I'm on side. Team Kim because she finessed the shit out of Hollywood. <laughs> out of one... Like sloppy and not a good sloppy suck session. It's you, your your whole family is a billion dollar empire only in America. Yeah, it's the it's the greatest finesse. I don't finesse. know if I can give her credit or just give credit to America for being dumb. Like, no, no, we got no, we got to give it. we got to give her credit, credit. and we got to give credit mm-hmm. for Chris Chris, Chris, Chris Jenner. Jenner. Yeah, okay. I give credit to Chris Jenner because she was the one really behind. The that that whole boat wheeling shit in and creating, the but space it was Kim that actually sucked Ray J's dick. <laughs> so you got to give her some sort of credit. It wasn't even a good job. I'm not giving her credit for that. It was very. It was yeah. I'm not giving her credit for giving I'm horrible like, head. No. <laughs> like, I think that I give Ray J credit. <laughs> we need to give him his flowers like we did Soldier Boy and understanding that he was definitely the catalyst of her career. He was the one up there making jokes and being like typical Ray J that we found hilarious. Like, look at this nigga Ray J. <laughs> look at what he's doing. And then it was like, oh, who's this Kardashian chick? And then mama came in, swept on, and then just... Now that's how you turn Switched the tables. Out. That's yes. how you turn. See, the tables. They, they need to do a book or a documentary about that because I still. Love, I would love. To I would hear love Ray to know this point of view. Too. I would love to know the details of how how Chris Jenner flipped that. Like, what did I she? Would. I want to. I want to know her how her brain worked yeah. was like. How we? Yeah, what she yeah. did? She she gathered her coven. Okay, uh-huh. and they were chanting <laughs> and they were j- jumping around in circles like. And shaking like <laughs> seeds and sage and shit. That's For that's real. what happened. That's yeah. For real. You can't tell me they ain't witches. Anyway, ironically enough, I came across this article in the New York Post about marriage and not sleeping in the same bed as being key to a successful marriage. I mean, I don't know. Uh, how true that is. I, don't know, I do know a lot of married couples that do not sleep in the same bed. Because Kim and Kanye weren't sleeping in the same bed for years. But, <laughs> allegedly. They were or they weren't? They weren't. Mm. But uh, let's get into it. I, Josh was like, what the fuck? Don't... 
You don't want me to say this article? You don't want your wife to hear this article? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I could, <laughs> I, I could wait, easily sniff yeah, this out. Wait, did I hear that wrong? It's saying like a successful marriage is good if you don't sleep in the same bed? Couples say that this new bedroom trend is saving their marriage. So uh, the story goes on to say when Bay Ridge residents, and when I show you their picture like afterwards, you'll see why, I guess. Bay Ridge, <laughs> Brooklyn? Understand. Yeah. Jennifer Palumbo and Mike Sisko went house shopping in northern Westchester over the summer. They were hunting for a place with four bedrooms, one for each of their sons, ages five and 12, and one for each of them. After they moved in October, the spouses said to decorating the individual bedrooms. Sisko displayed his baseball memorabilia and Lego creations. Yeah. <laughs> And installed a giant fish tank while Palumbo preferred a 1920s Hollywood theme with a vanity where she can do her hair and makeup. Now, Palumbo says this works so well for us, noting that they have not slept in the same bed since their oldest son was born. (laughs) She says her husband falls asleep with the TV on and I'm an insomniac who needs a white noise machine and blackout curtains. Thanks to an epidemic of snoring spouses... Cover thieves and bed hogs, lovebirds are reclaiming their right, right to a good night's sleep by doing it separately. Why are you looking at me like that, Josh? I can honestly say I'm not mad at this, but keep going. For, <laughs> for couples sharing I'm smaller not. spaces, that uh, that may mean de- decamping to a living room, but they say that the blissful hours of undisturbed shut-eye are worth the inconvenience. But if you go look at them, you know, you could understand. I wouldn't. I, but Ain't I, no fucking going in on it with this yeah, couple. Yeah, but a lot of... I'm going to go into mine. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll go into too. And it can even provide additional marital perks. Palumbo says, we still have a loving relationship where it's almost like college in that we say, your place or mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with this. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm behind this. But keep going. I'll give I'll give my point of view. <laughs> I just shot her a look. Like, you can't hear I'm it on the. You 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 can't hear it. But uh, okay, uh, sharing a bed hasn't always been the norm for couples. Psychologist Wendy Troxel told the Post, um, "It used to be considered healthier to sleep apart because of a partner's foul smells." Smells. Yes, things like morning breath were considered a primary source of disease. The swinging 60s changed all that. <laughs> that generation thought sleeping apart was prudish and considered it to be an emblem of a sexless or loveless union. Mm-hmm. And so partners wanting to experiment with separate beds, a la Lucy and Ricky, should handle the subject delicately and consider a trial period before making any permanent decisions. Most couples end up sleeping on the couch out of desperation, but this move shouldn't be seen as an abandonment. Instead, it should be seen as an important way to keep your relationship healthy. Uh, She suggests that couples considering uh, separate sleeping arrangements first try the Scandinavian route. They place two twin-sized beds side to side. It looks like a marital bed, but you have your own space and your own bedding. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I mean, one time I was in this hotel room. Uh, I was actually taken back by somebody, and uh, we made use of both of those beds. But that's for another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's like a bridge. Um, yeah, like a bridge. <laughs> anyway, that's not the point. Uh, <laughs> back to the story. Bad John. <laughs> Bad John. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts so far, uh, Josh, since you're married? You're actually married. <laughs> so I understand. It's, it's weird. I kind of feel like um, usually I'm like the person who thinks a little bit outside the box. Doesn't everything doesn't need to be so super traditional and everything like that. But um there's some truth in what and what that article is saying. Because here's what I believe. I do believe one of the things that has definitely helped my marriage personally is the fact that like we have our own separate spaces. Mm-hmm. I do like let's go. Like one of the things like we recently bought a crib in the Bronx and we went to go. One of the things that we didn't we, we were not gonna compromise on was trying to find a place with two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Now, my what's it called? That second bedroom is technically my room, but it's like my studio space. Mm-hmm. There is a bed in there, but it kind of doubles as like a guest room. Mm-hmm. I don't sleep in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I might take a nap, but like I'm not going to bed in that. Oh, what's it called? On that bed. Um, and I do think having your own personal space that you can claim is yours is mm-hmm. something that every every relationship really does need. Mm-hmm. I do think I do think that's healthy because you need to be able to just be keep it a buck. You do need that time to escape your partner for a little mm-hmm. bit, and they need that time to you know sort of quote, quote unquote decompress and quote unquote miss you yeah, <laughs> a little right, bit, right, right. even if you're in the same space. So like I do agree with that. Like the fact that they have separate rooms and stuff like that, and they have you know that part I agree with. The sleeping, unless it's like some physical thing, like also like if someone has like a physical thing where they got sleep apnea and they're snoring or whatever, and mm-hmm. they can't, and it's not something that can be cured or solved or something like that. Sure, fine. You know, yeah. I I'll just keep waking your ass up. Yeah, <laughs> <See>? <laughs> I mean, like get up yeah. and I go back to go to yeah. sleep. Yeah, but the notion that like if there's you know if there's no other special circumstance and you what's it called? I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Like it's bizarre. Like it, it really, really, really is bizarre. Like for me, like I mean, and I'm someone who really doesn't even, um, like I can, like I can wake up by myself and not really feel like I don't really feel away or anything mm-hmm. like that. But if you're trying to tell me like I don't feel some sort of you know good feeling of waking up next to my wife every single day and vice versa, mm-hmm. you know that that intimacy that that's called even that touch. And not, and the thing is, I'm not even talking about sex here. I'm mm-hmm. talking about just intimacy. Intimacy, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, to me, that plays a part in it. So, like, yeah, I wouldn't choose to do that, you know. I don't know. I, like, oh, so, what I say, I've seen over the years um, a lot of older couples that I know, like, a lot of my friends' parents, even to, like, my um, mom, my stepdad, they don't necessarily, I saw how in the beginning they might share a room, but then I've seen over time with a lot of these older couples, they end up kind of naturally falling into a place where dad may be downstairs and mom is who has the bedroom. And, you know, these are marriages that go on for what, 30 plus years and whatever. And they seem to still have a, um, a functioning like situation. I can't personally say like if I, if it's been for a pro or a con, but like, even now I know my friend, um, her parents, they literally now late, they live in two separate houses. So, and and I know friends who feel like the best situation for them to be in if they were to get married is to have their own home still and their partner have their own space. And I don't know if it's because we're coming into a, a, a time where a lot of people are kind of just wanting more and more of their own space to be able to function. And um, I guess not wanting to feel 
claustrophobic in somebody else's space or something. But I do notice no more and more and more people are like, you know what? I can function better knowing like, yeah, I have this partner in life, but they don't necessarily have to be up under me 24 seven. Like I actually can function better with having them a little bit separate from me, be it living in a separate home, being in a separate room or just sleeping downstairs. But I'm noticing this is becoming becoming more and more popular like ladies and gentlemen welcome to the age of aquarius that's all i have to say i don't know like me personally i don't i could kind of get behind my partner maybe having their own room like and maybe not to do it every night but it is something to like i don't really always want you up under me or, or like you know maybe there is times where we need some space or just to um, get back in touch with ourselves. Like the fact that she designed her own room, he has his own design. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Like this is me getting back in touch with myself. And then maybe you have a mutual space, but like, this is my space to remind me of who I am as an individual. You have your space to remind you who you are as an individual. And then like, we can come together at some point. I always said that I wanted, um, a house in the middle of nowhere where, <laughs> You got the West Wing and I got the East Wing. It's, it's, it's not even, no, no. I mean, we have, like, we'll have multiple houses. Yeah. But th- that house in the middle of nowhere is for us to just fuck as loud as <laughs> <laughs> humanly possible. Like, it's like, and we got different rooms. You know, we got the room with the the, the swings. We got the room mm-hmm. with the paddles. BDSM we got the, house. Yeah, we got the, <laughs> The like we got all types of like mm-hmm. stuff like you know the chandelier is reinforced and you're like yeah. <laughs> like just swinging back and forth like 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 type, Tarzan yeah, yeah like that's like and I'm let me take so you could see <laughs> okay so you could see that's yes. that's you know I was gonna have multiple houses but yeah. that the, the fuck house the fun house fun yeah. time playhouse yeah yes. that like alright yeah. it would be like the amusement park and then that's when you know you could you could have the little quiet sex like in mm-hmm. the next room somebody's over and you'd be like oh, yeah 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 but that house woo it was like <laughs> let it all out yeah like right. yelling screaming I was open, I don't, a, open I don't windows be, type shit <laughs> I, was, I was contemplating actually soundproofing the place but I was like ah, nah something yeah, happened we, right. we, we, really, <laughs> something, okay. like something happened like you know like, you know, ain't no safe word here <laughs> like it's, it's like everything like, no holds barred mm-hmm. yeah so you want to oh so you just want a separate fuck house <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> Has nothing you to do with this us, story. I just want to tell you my fantasy. That's what that was for the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with the story. But fuck it, it's the John Cash show. Yeah. But I feel like if it's allowing marriages to survive longer, because it is hard to like. You've been an individual your whole whatever amount of life, and then that person has been their individual, and then when you have to now come together and then like compromise. Sometimes it's hard for people to readjust like that. So I feel like if that's a way for people to have better lasting relationships, I think the most important thing about that is just having trust. Like, I need to just know you're not in the next room texting your side bitches all night. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, 
if that's just but other than that like i feel like it could work i don't i don't feel like it's a bad idea I think it, I, I definitely think it could work for some people, but yeah. here's here's what I really think. Y'all have to be very. Secure. It depends on your yeah. love language yeah. too. To like if your love secure. language is touch mm-hmm. and and you know certain emotion intimacy, yeah. then yeah, you're gonna want someone that's up like under you. But if that's not necessarily your love language, if it's just more about communication and other things, then like I don't think it's gonna be a big deal for you. Yeah, what I what I ultimately think is I've given it some more thought. I think it's that like similar to you know when you meet somebody for the first time or whatever, or you're getting to know them, what's it called? It's called, it's called, you get to know them in a sexual way. Like everybody mm-hmm. has things that they like or whatever. Sleeping with them, like just sleeping with mm-hmm. them is really no different because yeah. everybody has certain things that they like and they don't right. like. And if you're not, if you don't communicate what you like and what you don't like, you know, and what you're willing to compromise on and what you're not willing to compromise on. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, I feel like a lot of people are not maybe having that sort of conversation. Yeah. That sort of conversation. Because, yeah, like, I don't sleep the same way that I did before I got married or before mm-hmm. I before we were even in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But uh, but to me, I'm like, it wasn't that difficult to figure, you know, to work, work something out. Yeah. Like, like I said, now, granted, if you have some sort of medical condition or there's something you know, some extenuating circumstances as to why you, you know, why you can't bend or budge on certain things. Fine. I hear you or whatever. Like, and I, I think for some people, they're just used to being by themselves. Yeah. I think in Ain't some, nothing, in some no. respect, I think some people yeah. are just used to having been independent mm. most of the time. And, and for them, it's hard to readjust to mm. kind of, um, I guess, creating such a vulnerable space for yeah. someone else to be a part of their every minute space in their life like just to sleep in i don't know yeah sleeping is a funny thing though because it 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 does kind of require like some some kind of like unspoken understandings too it's Mm -hmm. just like not every night like despite the fact that like yeah like we're both in a physical touch but like not every night sometimes you just want to roll over and be my own little side of the bed yeah yeah and (laughs) and granted it's just like it's like you know and when you sleep with someone long enough you know you get a chance like oh, okay so if she's rolling over she doesn't want to really yeah be, yeah you know yeah, and if yeah, i'm yeah. rolling over i don't really be yeah. i'm just trying to catch these z's right now yeah, like you know yeah. what i'm saying like you know so like you you understand those sorts of things over time but um i definitely want my own bathroom I, um I, now that i'm thinking about it i said i wanted a bedroom big enough where the bed was not for sleeping mm-hmm. but i would have like a couch in the, the mm-hmm. same room that's for sleeping. When we on this motherfucker, it's gonna be some tossing and turning on this motherfucker. <laughs> you see how he keeps coming back, keep coming back to the fantasy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I picked this time. The law of attraction. <laughs> the law of attraction. The law of attraction. That's the master bedroom, and you know a lot of fucking. Oh my god! That's what I want. That's why. Why should I deprive myself? Be my own bathroom, so I could do my hair and and be a mess how I need to be without complaining. Oh, your weave is in the shower. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Panties is on the sink drying. Whatever. I wonder if the audience. uh, (laughs) I wonder if the audience uh, how the audience feels about it. Like, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good. But like, would you? Yeah, well, I'm curious to know how what other people would think about that. Shit, this the city girl era. They trying to get flued out and glued up. (laughs) Now that I really do have friends that like, they're like, yo, I, they need their personal space. I don't know if it's like throughout time. That's just something that like they developed into, but it's like, they don't want to feel so attached to somebody else. Like, yeah, I'll get married, but like, you could just stay over there. We can visit. Like, (laughs) that's really what it's given. So I don't know. It's a lot of people that I feel like they'll be down for that shit. But final thoughts. Yes. Final thoughts. Josh, 
Um, shit. If you don't want to sleep next to anybody, <laughs> uh, don't sleep next to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> have enough money to have your own bedroom. Put it that mm, way. Exactly. If you ain't got that kind of coin, and y'all trying to talk about shacking up, but you really only have a you know a one bedroom home that has the bathroom in the kitchen, then you're just gonna have to make do. Make yourself comfortable. Exactly. <laughs> final thought, Star? That was my final thought. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I got, I got one with that. I would really like to meet the person who's really about that. Like, I'm not trying to sleep next to nobody, but they don't have the bread. So they one person <laughs> sleep on the floor and another one sleep on the... Like, I want to... Like, if you're so hardcore about it, I want to see you when, you're, when you don't have any money. <laughs> That's what I want to see. How does this work? <laughs> that ass, though. I got to... I'll, I'll tell them. I'll ask them. That's friend. real love right there. <laughs> That's real love, <laughs> searching for a real love. All right, final thoughts. Stay away from negative people because more than likely they have negative bank accounts. And a special programming note, um, tomorrow we will be releasing a special edi- edition, Jesus Christ, mm. of the John Cash Show podcast as we will be talking about the Derek Chauvin verdict as well as the tragic death of Micaiah Bryant, mm. plus much more. So, see ya. Peace. Yo, listen in the John Cash.